new, 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 new pod world order. Hey, people, this is singer songwriter Jewel Carey, and you're listening to Always Bet on Geek. And you know, confidentially, I always do bed on geek. Oops, I mean bet on geek. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Always Bet on Geek with Marshall and Pat. Hey, hey, what's happening, y'all? This is Marshall, Squishy Nos Inc. on Twitter and all the other places on the internet that you can find people. Welcome to another episode of Always Bet on Geek. Here at Always Bet on Geek, we are committed to bring you regular weekly content. And as I speak, I'm already two days late. But neither one of my co-hosts... Pat, a.k.a. Sexy Black Man, at S-X-Y-B-L-K-M-N, or Ryan, a.k.a. The Mystic Mojo, at The Mystic Mojo, neither one of my boys watch wrestling. So, I figured that this would be a good opportunity for me to bring you another Red Cup episode, just me, and I thought I would talk about WrestleMania 35. Now, I haven't seen it yet, but thanks to... One of our awesome listeners. I actually have the WWE Network right now. So, I figured I would watch it. I would watch a match. I would talk about it. I would watch a match. I would talk about it. Not quite commentary, but it's definitely a review. And it's definitely going to be spoiler filled. Now, I thought maybe since the night before WrestleMania. I guess that would have been last Saturday. What's today's date that I'm recording? Today is the 10th. So, last Saturday they had the Hall of Fame ceremony. The first thing I want to say about the Hall of Fame induction ceremony, it was long as a motherfucker. And I'm skipping ahead just a little bit, but during the Hall of Fame ceremony, the Hart Foundation, Bret Hart and uh, the Anvil Neidhart, which is Natalia's father, they were in the ring accepting the nomination when a fan jumped in the ring and attacked Bret Hart. Okay, I just finished watching video of it, and it doesn't really look like that Bret was hurt. The guy grabbed him from behind and just pulled him to the ground. But then that's when the fight really started, because when they pulled Bret Hart away from this guy, 10 or 20 dudes were on top of this dude, whooping the fuck out of him. And then after they beat him and drag him out of the ring, as they were dragging him out, they were still kicking the shit out of this poor guy. Now, there's no excuse for jumping anybody in the ring. That's a sad little man. He probably is missing all of his teeth at this point. They even the, the person who was recording the video had to even pan away because they were viciously, brutally kicking this dude's head into the ground. Now, should he have done that? No. Is a brutal ass whipping like that 
warranted? Fuck no. He's probably, if I was him, regardless of how much I was in the wrong, I probably would be suing the shit out of some folks because that excessive kind of violence was uncalled for. Anyway, I bet you nobody fucking ever attacks Bret Hart in the ring again. But, that being said, it was a good induction ceremony. I mean, on the ceremony itself, I didn't even see that. Because I watched, this, I watched the, the Hall of Fame ceremony and I watched the kickoff show, but I didn't watch the, the WrestleMania itself. I only found out that someone attacked him because I was looking for a list of Hall of Fame people and I found this video online. Some of my favorite folks were inducted into the Hall of Fame. The Hart Foundation, cool. Uh, back in the day, in the 80s, in the early, well, the 90s, uh, I wasn't a WWF slash WWE fan. I was a WCW fan because the WWF, though it was entertaining, there wasn't a whole lot of actual technical wrestling going on. And that was the cool thing about WCW was they had their small bits of TNA, but it wasn't the Attitude Era. The Attitude Era to me was Vince McMahon and DX and all them going over the top. TNA pushing the envelope all this kind of stuff but really when you have to do that stuff and you go theatrical and stuff that means that your wrestling is subpar that means that you have a whole bunch of really badass wrestlers A plus wrestlers and C to B storylines just a bunch of garbage really I know that's probably not a popular decision people love the Attitude Era I like a whole lot of the wrestlers that were in the Attitude Era. I just didn't really watch it as much, again, because the Monday Night Wars, I was NWO. I was Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. So, anyway. Um, Harlem Heat. Ten-time WCW champion. Inducted into the Hall of Fame. Booker T, my boy. Got two Hall of Fame rings now. DX was, in, was in, inducted. China made it to the Hall of Fame. It's too bad that she didn't see that while she was alive, but definitely earned. Well earned. Very, very happy. Shawn Michaels has two rings now. Uh, Triple H will have two rings when they finally induct him. Uh, who else? Tori Wilson was inducted, which, you know, Tori Wilson, she was cool. She, uh, she wasn't like China as far as wrestling goes, but she learned she came in as a fitness model, TNA, all this kind of stuff. I think she did Playboy. Uh, she deserves it. Uh, she's doing her own thing now. She's more in shape now than she ever has been. She's doing fitness videos and stuff. Uh, she's doing her thing, and that's pretty cool. So props to Tori Wilson. Uh, like I said, D-Generation X was inducted. And though I like every wrestler, every one of them, I never was a DX fan. I mean, sorry. Not sorry. But, like I said, all of them individually, great. As a group, they didn't do nothing. It was just shock and awe. There wasn't just a whole lot of actual wrestling going on. And that's what I like. I like technical wrestling. Now, that's... I mean, there's some good technical wrestlers out there. But they don't let them shine as much. Like, uh, AJ Styles, really good. Daniel Bryan really good I mean most of the people they have in the ring nowadays are really good technical wrestlers there's a lot more good shit going on now than there was just 10 years ago much less the 90s I really 
this is me giving a shout out too on a unrelated kind of related note somebody anybody who's listening to this that likes wrestling good old fashioned wrestling or knows somebody who digs wrestling holler at me I need somebody to talk about wrestling too I mean my boy Cody Harder he volunteered but I haven't talked to my man in a while he's got lots of stuff going on the Scooby Doom he said he would come on and talk but I don't think he has the WWE Network either I myself don't have cable so I haven't watched wrestling in a while there's a thing on the WWE Network called um, This Week in the WWE I get to watch that and get to see all the major stuff happening and I can watch pay-per-views which I usually don't watch a lot of pay-per-views but it's hard to get first of all I need people to talk wrestling with that be willing to come on the podcast and shoot the shit with me second of all it's hard as fuck because I just got off work and it's 5 a.m. <laughs> Nobody's going to get on here and bullshit with me about this stuff. Okay, anyway, that's my, my plea. Help me, people. Help me. Okay. The Honky Tonk Man was inducted. I personally, like I said, I didn't watch WWE at the time. So I recognize his uh, contributions. He was arguably supposedly one of the greatest uh, intercontinental champions but again I'm from Memphis he just dressed like Elvis and acted like Elvis there was nothing to him to me of course there is a lot to him because he's in the Hall of Fame but myself wasn't impressed a lot of these people I'm probably gonna say the same shit wasn't impressed love the fuck out of Harlem Heat though because they came from WCW now, is that why I like him? No, but because Booker T did, I want to say more in the WWE than he did in the WCW, but he was a legit badass in w- WCW. Brutus the Barber Beefcake, another dude, just some guy to me. I saw some of his matches. I watched some of the stuff. He was pretty good, good charisma, awesome dude, cool gimmick, uh, cut people's hair in the ring, all that kind of shit. Cool. They deserve it? Yeah. They inducted Bruiser Brody, which, again, I have no idea. All I know is all the lore and the history with Bruiser. I think he was the guy who got stabbed to death in uh, Puerto Rico, and he bled out in the showers because of some heat with another wrestler. Um, still, I've heard different stories, so I'm not sure what exactly to believe. But that's not a way to go. Even if you're the hated, most hated motherfucker in the world, you don't want to see someone die. But back in the day, KFAB was real, and the business was protected. So, I mean, God, uh, Dr. Death, Steve Williams, in Memphis, there was a news reporter who was like, yeah, what do you say to the people who say wrestling's fake? Wrestling's fake? That's called an open-hand smack. Smack the shit out of that dude a couple times. Crazy. Uh, let's see, Luna, she was inducted. Wahoo McDaniels, he was a big-time promoter back in the day. Good wrestler, from what I understand. Harlem Heat, the Hart Foundation, DX, and China. Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Tori Wilson the Honky Tonk Man. And man, that took five hours to listen to all these fuckers talk. Man. And some of them, like Luna and Bruiser Brody and the Legacy inductees, they didn't even talk. They didn't even show up. I mean, some of them are not with us anymore, granted. But that's the Hall of Fame ceremony. 
if you like wrestling, it was worth watching. You know, just a bunch of old wrestlers giving speeches talking about how cool, you know, thank you and all that other kind of stuff, which is fine. I dig that stuff. But again, holy fuck, it took forever. Which leads me to the kickoff show. Um, Alexa Bliss, I guess she's been injured. I'm not really sure what's going on. She's probably one of my favorite female wrestlers. Uh, her, Becky Lynch, the man. I like Charlotte Flair, okay? I liked Ronda Rousey at first, but either she's a really good actor or she's just a little fucking bitch. And I don't mean that as bitch like a woman. I mean like a little sissy-ass motherfucker. She's a badass. She's a legit badass. She can whoop and will whoop a motherfucker's ass. But she, like, had no charisma. And then when she got to the I'm fed up phase, I'm pissed off, I'm really going to hurt you in the ring and shit, and she would, she was really giving, like, Becky black eyes and all this other kind of shit, that's like Brock Lesnar. We don't need that kind of shit. I, I've heard, now I didn't get to watch it, again, spoilers, Brock Lesnar lost the belt. And I am so, so excited to see this. Because the motherfucker, he, again, either is the greatest actor in the world, or he's one of the worst things that's ever happened to this fucking business. And I say this like I'm a part of it, I'm not. So, take everything that I say with a grain of salt. But he doesn't care. He's in it for the money. He goes in there and straight up hurts people. And no, nothing happens to him that I know of. I mean, all the backstage stuff, all the behind the ring, beyond the ring, all the shit that I've seen about him, he's a fucking jerk-off. That's all he is. Whatever. I would never say that to his face. He'll fucking crush me into the ground and turn me into paste. That's fine. But the kickoff show. First, Cruiserweight Championship match between Buddy Murphy and Tony Nese. Okay. I don't know either one of these guys because I don't watch 205 Live. I also don't watch NXT, so I don't know if they came from NXT. I don't know who's... But these two guys put a pretty good match up. I mean, you know, cruiserweights are supposed to be known for their high flying and stuff like that. And you know what? These guys, even though they... You know they're cruiserweights because they say that, which means they're under 200 pounds. But these dudes, fucking monsters. This Tony Nese dude, he ended up winning the match and becoming the new champion. This dude's got an eight-pack, not a six-pack. He even counted them out for us. This motherfucker is a monster, even if he is less than 200 pounds. I can't even imagine this little guy being less than 200 pounds. Anyway, they were doing flips and jumps. and I mean, cruiserweight, good match, excellent match. I was not entranced, not intrigued, but I was engaged, I guess, because I don't know these fuckers. So, you know, to keep me interested in a match and I don't know you, that's good. So... Props to both of them. Congratulations, Tony Nese, on the match. They had a women's battle royal also. It's, I guess, the the women's version of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which was after this. Carmella won. Now, I think she, she got knocked out of the ring or she went under the bottom rope uh, until the very end. So, Sarah Logan from the Riot Squad was the last one in the ring. She was wearing... She had all the Norse, Norse runes all over her, and she's... I really like her. I mean, I don't know if she's all that popular because, again, I haven't watched the show in like four or five months. I haven't had cable. I couldn't afford it. So I really like Sarah Logan. I know she's part of the Riot Squad, so I guess I should have known that they weren't going to let her win the Battle Royal. But she's, she's good. I like her anyway. And then Carmella came in behind her, and they kind of fought, and she knocked her out. So Carmella won. I like Carmella. She's all right. 
I liked her better when she was with uh, the certified G's. Even though Enzo's a jackass apparently in real life and he did a bunch of dumb shit and got fired. I haven't seen Big Cass in a while either. And then there was the Raw Tag Team Championship with the Revival against Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins is on a 269 match losing losing spree. Holy shit. I've heard people talk about the Revival. They're old school. They're smash mouth, hard nose, technical tag team wrestling. So watching them, I liked them. They don't have much personality. They're just beat you up technical wrestling, which is cool. But to really, really make it, to me, you have to have some kind of personality or some kind of gimmick or something that puts you over. Now, they won the belts, so apparently they're over. Again, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But holy shit. Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder fucking won the tag team championships. So now I'm hoping that Kurt Hawkins, he was at a 269 losing streak. I hope they at least give him 200 <laughs> matches. I hope, because this has been years and years now. I mean, because he hadn't been on TV every week. 269 matches, this is probably like five years or more of just losing. And that's he's famous for losing. So I hope that they do something with him. But again, I'll just have to check it out on Twitter and this week in WWE. And then Braun Strowman won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which was awesome. Of course, I mean, just like with the Big Show back in the day, you wondered why he didn't always just have the belt. Nobody could technically, I mean, like, convincingly actually beat this dude. Braun Strowman's the same way. Motherfucker's a monster. The only person that could conceivably beat the dude would be Brock Lesnar. And holy shit, he did. He's one of the dudes that Brock Lesnar, like, really wailed on in flight for real. Uh, Braun hit him a little too hard with a knee and Brock hit him in the gut a couple times and then hit him in the side of the head and it was real it was poor Braun to his credit Braun stayed standing but uh, wow that was when I still had cable so what's after the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal we're still on the kickoff show oh okay well that must have been the end of it I was watching a little video to help remind what happened so now what I'll do is I'll start WrestleMania and I'll watch then now forever damn right so the cool thing about Alexa Bliss hosting WrestleMania is that I read on Twitter that she came back to the ring so I guess this was her last little I don't know how long she was on the shelf but she's got so much charisma herself they couldn't just let her go she had to still be a part of the show so I think she was like a general manager or something I'm again I'm not sure about that okay so in the first match Paul Heyman comes out and says Brock Lesnar's not waiting around if he's not the main event we're doing it right now we're going back Either way, win or lose, we're going back to Las Vegas where we're appreciated. And it was quick. I mean, relatively quick. Uh, Brock threw Seth Rollins around a little bit. Uh, Seth Rollins, like, caught him slipping, hit him with... Then Seth hit him with, like, three of the head stomp things, pinned him, and it was over. They called it shocking. 
I thought it was. So I don't know if that's just saving time or just like Paul said, if he couldn't be the main event, he was going to get it over with. He already knew he was going to lose the belt like out of character. So he lost the belt and then left the building probably. I mean, that's, I don't know, speculation. I shouldn't talk bad about Brock because I loved his ass in the UFC and I really liked him when he was in the WWE the first time. That and the fact that he could squish me. So I probably, probably should just mellow out on that. Next was AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. I don't have the show. I don't watch it every week. So I don't know the storyline that leads up to it. It was a good match, as you would expect. AJ Styles won. I'm not sure who I would have picked. Because I like Randy Orton from way back. But, uh, yeah. I've been following AJ since TNA also, so I don't know. Also, anytime, anything that I'm saying, if anybody even gets this far, however many minutes we're in, hit me up. Tell me if your choices matched my choices, why I'm a dumbass, what did I say that's not right. I'm just looking for some kind of interaction because I need people to talk wrestling with. Oh my gosh. So then they had the tag team championship match for the SmackDown brand, which was the Usos against the Bar, against Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev against, uh, who are these guys? They just come up from NXT. Ricochet and Aleister Black. Aleister Black came out in some fucking, it reminded me of some Skyrim shit. It was like a vest, but it was made of like some kind of scale. I mean, it was probably all plastic, but it looked like it was like, gator skin or something and these big ass horns and teeth and shit and some of these teeth I said horns they were like big like dragon teeth kind of shit this dude's pretty cool uh the Usos win yay I like the Usos a lot unfortunately I just started watching the Total Diva show on on the network I guess it was on one of the TV stations I don't know I never watched it but now I'm hooked so I'm like fixing to start season 3 and there's a few more seasons, and it's hurtful, but uh, the Usos are in it. One of them is, at least. Okay, what was next? Shane McMahon versus The Miz. It was good. I dug it. I like them both. The Miz's dad got involved and got beat up. And, uh, it ended where, of course, you know, Shane's deal is his gimmick basically is he jumps slash falls off of things and they got up onto some scaffolding and the Miz did a superplex which is a suplex goodness if you don't know what that is you just have to google it it's easy superplex off the scaffolding way off and they came down onto some it was padding with some plywood put over the top of it so that it would look like it was you know, a hard surface that broke. And because of the positioning of them, Shane was actually had his, his head on top of the Miz's shoulder and that counted one, two, three. So Shane won that match. I've never seen all the years of seeing stuff like that. I, I have to say, I've never seen a superplex off the top of the scaffolding. It was pretty cool. The next was the women's tag team championship, which I'd, I knew that Sasha Banks and Bailey had it. 
but I haven't actually, I didn't see it introduced, and I, I don't, I haven't seen any of the matches or anything. But again, Twitter, it was a good match. Um, I, <laughs> I know they're good. They gotta be good because they've come from NXT and they've paid their dues. The iconics, those Australian chicks, girls, ladies, women. God, they get on my nerves. I don't know why. Just anybody who just squeals a whole lot. Like, uh, who does that? Uh, Carmilla does that. And there's a few of them that they just squeal and squeak and scream and holler instead of talking and stuff. That drives me nuts. Anyway, they won. Congratulations to the Iconics, I suppose. See, it's so much better if I have somebody else to talk to. I just feel so weird just talking like this. Oh, well. Y'all can tell me if it's good or not. So please tell me. It won't hurt my feelings if I'm not good by myself. It's always better to have someone to play off of. You know what? I didn't think it was going to happen. They actually let Kofi Kingston beat Daniel Bryan for the title. And the coolest thing, which I did like Daniel Bryan's title. Again, I didn't see it introduced because I didn't have it, but I saw it on Twitter, the like one-minute video or whatever. His eco-friendly WWE championship <laughs> looks pretty cool. I mean, it had like turquoise on it and natural stones, but f fuck that. It's got to be gold and diamonds and shit. That's what. So Kofi got the new belt, the same old belt, whatever. He won the championship. I can't fucking believe it. I just hope. Well, no, Raw and SmackDown's over, so he got to keep the belt. They didn't like fuck him out of it the next night. That's pretty cool. Which, yes, I did see that on Twitter. The Hardy Boys beat the Usos right after WrestleMania on the Raw, I guess. Maybe SmackDown. Must have been SmackDown. Uh, tonight. So the Hardy Boys are now the champions. But And I really did the Hardy Boys. Oh, that's something else. Brian Quinn and Sal, Sal Volcano, they were both at the WrestleMania. And they talked and did interview and stuff. It was pretty cool and then when the the hardy boys won their belt it showed sal so overjoyed and excited i don't know if he does it for the cameras but holy shit i have never been that excited for anything in my whole fucking life he was fucking hyped i like the hardy boys though. but still i'm so pumped up because i love the new day i've been i've been loving on some new day and kofi the man so i just didn't think they would ever give him the belt that's really great though the next match is Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. I have no idea how this match even came about. Uh, Roman Reigns had stepped away because he's been fighting leukemia and it acted back up. And it took him, didn't even take him a year, like nine months. He went into remission. He kicked it, did what he had to do. I'm not sure if it was uh, shots, pills. I think it was the chemo shots. I saw something on the WWE Network it was like a uh, spotlight or something that talked about it was focusing on Roman Reigns through his point of view in the downtime and everything like that and Drew McIntyre I like him a lot I saw his debut in WWE way back in the day it was a dark match at the FedEx Forum in Memphis and they said that he was the chosen one and Vince McMahon personally picked him and I mean it wasn't even on TV and he came out there we saw Carlito's first match too that way in a dark match anyway but yeah Roman Reigns won no surprise there 
And then a flashback from 2002. Elias is in the ring. He's insulting people. He's singing songs. And then the doctor of thugonomics comes out. John Cena. His original gimmick when he came to the WWE, he was a fucking rapper. He's good. I mean, he can free... I don't know if he writes it all. If he's wrote, written it all or not. But it seems like... He dissed on Elias. Elias attacked him. He... He put him in the FU and then walked off. It wasn't, you know, wasn't a match, but it's good to see John Cena at WrestleMania, and it's even better. See, like, for me, when he faced The Rock, whenever it was several years back, and they did the back and forth with words, I think John Cena owned him with the raps. Now, you know, Pat would disagree. He thought The Rock won the War of Words, but... I'm partial for, I love me some Eminem and I love me some some rap and stuff. So, even though The Rock was like, "You rap to me, you rap to me," instead of you know coming at me like a man, you rap. You know, it was kind of funny, but you can't see me. It was pretty good. Yeah. So what was next? Let's see. Triple H versus Batista. Now, I really, really love Batista, Guardians of the Galaxy, of course. I liked him before that when he was a wrestler. I didn't like how they ended it with him. He lost at a Wrestle... Or, not a WrestleMania. He lost at a pay-per-view, lost his belt or whatever. He was in the ring in a wheelchair with fake bruises all over him. And he was pitching a fit. And he's like, if some whatever, I quit then. I quit! And he he's quit a couple times. And they kind of make him out to be like a little bitch. He's not... But uh, it all came down to Ric Flair sneaking in. You know, he handed him a sledgehammer. And Triple H hit him and pinned him. At pedigreed him and then pinned him one, two, three. Kind of expected that. But after how Triple H beat Sting, I kind of thought that they would let Batista win. The stipulation was for Triple H's in-ring career, even though he only wrestles once every other year. So, you know, we didn't. I didn't really figure... We didn't, geez. I guess Triple H will just be unstoppable. The next was Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. Fucking good match. Kurt Angle's retirement match. I'm actually really aggravated that they didn't let Kurt Angle win this fucking match. Baron Corbin fucking beat him. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) Okay, now this was a really fucking good-ass match. Bobby Lashley with the Intercontinental Belt against the demon Ben Finn Balor Ben Fowler Finn Balor with the makeup on as the demon Bobby Lashley is a fucking monster dude even in the MMA I never have been a Bobby Lashley fan I don't know why he he just doesn't do it for me I don't know if it's uh, his presence but looking at him, he's a fucking giant monster motherfucker. You And he's quick, and he's agile, and he's athletic. Why would I not like him? I don't know. He looked like he broke Finn Balor a couple times, dude. I mean, crushed him. Finn Balor won the fucking match, though, and he got the belt. Really good match. I don't know what the fuck, how that led up, whatever. Damn. Nobody, that's another dude. Nobody should be beating Lashley for any reason. For reason, any reason whatsoever. Dude's a fucking monster. Good match. And then the last match. Ronda Rousey with the belt. With the raw belt. 
Charlotte Flair with the SmackDown belt versus the man, Becky Lynch. Joan Jett actually came out and did the intro music for Ronda Rousey, which is Bad Reputation. I don't give a damn about your bad reputation. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Charlotte apparently beat Asuka last week or something and took the SmackDown belt, which, man, Shinsuke Nakamura and Asuka both, they were, like, promoted as the baddest motherfuckers from Japan. And they came in and they dominated and now they're just an afterthought. They're just another person on the roster that has to work his way back up to the top. So is that the way it works in the WWE? You win a championship, and then after you lose it, you go all the way back down to the bottom and have to start all the way back over and work your way up? If so, I mean, I guess that's a way for people. I mean, I don't know. But Shinsuke is badass, and so is Asuka. So it just seems like, which I'm not complaining because fucking the man, Becky Lynch, has two belts now. Now she's Becky two belts. She won. Ronda Rousey? I mean, I guess they do this on purpose. Maybe it's because she's not as experienced as a wrestler. But it doesn't look like she pulls punches very well. She was kicking the shit out of these girls. I mean, gut kicks. Kicking them out of the ring. and you, Even good wrestlers, you can't... You know, you learn how to fall. You learn how to take hits and stuff. But when you hit or punch somebody and their whole body jerks, you can tell they really got kicked. Anyway, Becky Lynch won. Ended up, ended topped off WrestleMania. Excellent WrestleMania. I'll probably watch it again. I may try to force Ryan and Pat to watch it. I don't think they will. <laughs> but that's what I was wanting to do. I was wanting to get on here and talk to y'all about WrestleMania. Thanks for listening if y'all got this far. I am Marshall, Squishy Now Sync on Twitter. You can find us at Always Bet on Geek on Twitter. Always Bet on Geek everywhere. Always Bet on Geek at gmail.com. Look for us on the network iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. When in doubt, Google Always Bet on Geek. We're there. The trademark is ours. Uh, <clears throat> the trademark is mine. Appreciate y'all. Hit me up. On the Twitters, I'm pretty sure we're always bet on Geek on Facebook as well. Hit me up on Facebook. I'm mostly active on Twitter. Then it's Facebook. Then it's Instagram. I try to check all of them fairly regularly. Hit me up if you want to be on the show. If you want to call in, leave messages, tell us how awesome, how stupid we are, whatever. Always bet on Geek at gmail.com. Looking for some wrestling people. Somebody, or if you can help me convince Ryan and Pat to get on the damn WWE network and watch the shit with me, I gotta call out somebody anyway. And this is where I'll put Pat saying, <laughs> and with that, we out. Always bet on geek. <laughs>